from the heart of the Motor City, it's time for Art Junkies Podcast. That's right, punch in, turn it up, and weld hard. And the man behind the mic, the one, the only, your host, Jimmy McKnight. Fingers crossed. <laughs> it works. I'm going to go on the roof and hold the antenna at a certain angle so everything... Uh... Well, it's not just that. It's, dude, it's like when it rains, it pours with this stuff. You know, I had everything working great. I, I'm, a, I'm a freak about sound checking everything. And then I set all up for uh, the women in welding panel at the Flame Tech booth. And everything just won't connect. Nothing will work. We had I have the same PA system. I, I, I told Chuck at Flame Tech, I was like, get this one. Everything plugs right in. It works. One thing after another. And it was like, okay, now, uh, as soon as we got done with that, we ran behind because the technical difficulties of stuff not working through the PA ate up straight up podcast time. And then we had to be in here at 3.30 uh, with Fabtech leadership. So it was like, we can't be late on that one. So now we're running up here, getting everything connected, and then one of the cables went out. And I'm like, ah. So I have to run down, all the way down there. I come back up here. We get ready to start. I'm pouring sweat. These two guys are, like, in suits, you know, like, it's, I mean, super They were nice cool, though. They were super cool, and I'm all like, so, yeah, Fabtech, right? Like, <laughs> cool, huh? Yeah, cool, huh? It was, oh, I'm telling you, man. And now, now we can finally actually just, like, relax. Right. And, and, and kick back because it's 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 we're done for the day after this yeah, one. i think i think doug and i walked about 14 miles today so just the fact that we get to sit on the couch <laughs> bonus doing anything matters yeah. the most <laughs> <laughs> oh man i i get it man because uh yeah, i mean you start walking around there for a good couple hours and yeah dude it it's it, it'll get you you don't even realize it until you sit down and then you're like wow yeah. Try do, try doing SEMA and then Fabtech back to back, <laughs> driving to That's Vegas. Gonna be me next year, man. Next year I'm gonna be doing that. right on. Yeah. Did you drive to Vegas last year in like a Hellcat or something? I drive every year to. Last year I skipped uh, SEMA for the first time since 2011 because uh, I actually won an award for writing, and it was the award presentation was at Fabtech, so I figured I should probably show up for that. Uh, and I love this show, right. but usually it's hard to get to do both. But uh, yeah, so it four years ago, I drove a Viper ACR from Detroit to SEMA and back. Mm -hmm. um, three years ago, it was a Hellcat, or four years ago, three years ago, was a wide body six speed. They were all manual cars. And this year, I took my Demon. Uh, we drove it up through Minnesota, North Dakota, Montana, then down. So it's, we're like 4,700 miles into the trip at this point. Well, Wednesday, we'll head back to Detroit to finish it. Awesome. Uh, yeah. It was a blast. I love. Uh, what, what was it? Um, what's the hot rod show that uh, you invited me out to? Uh, Kobo. Yeah, Kobo. In Detroit. Yeah, Autorama. Autorama. Yeah, Autorama. Um, he is part of a car club uh, that comes out there. Which club? Road Devils. Oh yeah, right on. Yep. I know a few guys in there. Yeah, there's a bunch of guys up in Detroit. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, very very cool. Yeah, right? they have a pretty big presence at the show every year. They always put on a really big display. Yeah. That's good. I'm down in the Artist Alley every year, so uh, yeah, they're right around the same area. Yeah. yeah you're on the back wall, right? Yep, yep. Sure. Cool. Yeah, I, uh, I I need to make it to, to uh, Autorama. Man. You literally I, I, live right there. I know, and I, I keep telling myself, like, I'm going to go, I'm going to go, and then something always pops up, and I don't get a chance Talk to. Talk about a long show to vend at. Like, that's longer than the trade shows. They're 14-hour days. Oh. 
It's yeah, Friday. it goes late. And not, Thursday and, set up, then Friday it's all day because then the high school kids come in early, so you have to be there at like 8 or 9, even though the show starts at 12. Right. You're there till 10. Saturday, it's the same deal. deal mm-hmm. it's, it is an exhausting show. But as an attendee, I, you live in Detroit and you haven't come, which doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> no, and the well, math is not there. I, no. got, I, got, I got a little upset for my own reasons because uh, last year I wanted to go, but then they canceled the bandit jump, and that was <laughs> that was like the main thing that I was going to go. I was like, yes, I want to go see the bandit jump, and then they're like, we ain't doing that. And I was like, whatever, forget Autorama. And Screw I could, Autorama. Yeah, and then I'm like, after I said that and it ended, I was like, I probably should have gone. It's still pretty sweet. Not it's a good show, and everybody, you know, everybody else is there is cool. The bandit jump just it's not it my off. fault. The bandit jump didn't happen, and you could have come sent, see me. Yeah, I know. I, look, I'm sorry, Dick. Okay, I'll go next year. <laughs> I'll we'll hold there. you to that. I, no, we'll do. Well, um, we were gonna do uh, uh, podcast from uh, the booth and actually interview some of the guys that had had builds there and and so on and so forth mm-hmm. so, in the ro- uh, but in the road devils yes in awesome road devils, yeah so uh, yeah we I'm, talked about doing that we did and then I i'm down for that Do you hear crickets yeah i, I hear could, crickets I, could, I couldn't <laughs> go i couldn't go i'll make it up to you we're gonna go next year all right we'll be there i'll hold 100%. you to it i'll bring the banner we're official now okay <laughs> <laughs> have banner will travel man that's all banner it takes will travel all we have to do is put that banner up and it's like bam official we're here yes so uh, what uh, are you are you coming to Fatport tonight for the uh, for the after? We talk, yeah, I think we may, and then we're going to go over to the Lincoln Party after that. Where's the Lincoln Party? Uh, House of Blues. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I haven't heard of that one yet. All I know is uh, the one at Fatport, and then um, I believe there's one at uh, the Hard Rock again. For some reason, yeah. I don't get invited to Lincoln parties. I'm not sure. Well, you're a Miller guy. <laughs> well, so am I. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's going to hear. Keep that a secret. Oh, that's funny stuff. Uh, so it, since it has been such a, a while uh, since you've been on, let's, uh, let's get into to your, uh, what you do for a living. Well, um, I'm a fabricator. I weld. I like steel. No. Um, you know, actually. I like steel. That, that's, that's it. That's it. That's it, man. I just like to <laughs> glue stuff together. Um, about five years ago, quick recap, started my own shop. Um, farm fabrication yep. and with the with the nudge and assistance from this guy who was my full source of of workload this guy this guy this guy over here is this oh that's right there's no, this, <laughs> this guy <laughs> sitting sitting to my right there you go hello i'm doug hi doug <laughs> doug massey owner of mill mechanical um doug's shop is a uh, a pretty large scale machine shop rebuild shop um, there's a there's an engineering department to it. Um, it's a kind of a all inclusive, uh, large scale, large component machine shop for crane parts, for uh, components and pieces and bits and whatever in the steel line, the steel production line, like the roll line. We do a lot of repair and a lot of the components, which are which are infinite and endless in that line. Um, we service a lot. Well, he services a lot of different. Uh, departments in various steel mills. So that was kind of what Doug had uh, and has in his shop. And uh, so he would uh, basically source out and send out rather uh, fab work to myself and some other fab shops. And that's what kept the lights on at Farm Fab for about four years, four and a half years. And uh, about a little over a year ago, right? Um, I was delivering some parts over there and looking around and 
realizing what a complete pain in the ass it is to send stuff from my shop to his and back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we talked and decided to partner and move my business under his roof. So we did. And it's, it's been great. Yeah. So far we've been, just been cranking it out. You know, you and I have, uh, we, we've talked a few times, um, and it just recently got brought up on the last thing we did. We talk about the, uh, the, the skills gap versus uh, the wage gap system. What time do we have? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And, you know, you've talked about how, you know, you'll bring on some young guys and you can tell, like, right away whether they're pretty much going to work out or not work out within the first couple days. Uh, What are some of the things that you really look for? Because I'm finding we have more and more young listeners that are, you know, just starting out into this trade. And that's Um, great. I mean, that's what needs to kind of push this along, right? You know, without people coming up behind us, um, there's really no future. And I think I was just talking to a kid last night, this young guy, uh, a recent veteran, mm-hmm. um, about ju- this very thing. Right. And you know, he was asking me the same question and I said, dude, it's pretty simple. And it's, 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 I don't want to say it's sad, but it's real. I mean, if you can show up, put in a full 40 hour week, do it again next week and next month and next year, put your phone down. Yeah. That's the biggest one. <laughs> put, your phone down. put your phone down. Don't get high. Yeah. Pay attention. You know, kind of the basic fundamentals that most people always took for granted, but seem to be. Uh, no, it's like one in 20. Might you know, yeah. <laughs> it's, it, 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 it seems like a no brainer to me, but that's the reality of where we're at. So, but if a kid can do all these things, you know, in a couple of years, they can name their price. They could pave their own way because just that simple set of fundamental, uh, you know, ability is, is a dying thing. It's, it's unfortunate, but it's real. Yeah. You know, it's sad, but that's where we are. When I, uh, for, we were talking about the, or maybe we weren't talking about, but the car show in Kobo, it's part of a series, you know, and the, there's a stop in Cincinnati, the Cavalcade of Customs. Uh, I do the, there's like a seminar Friday before the show officially opens for all these, uh, students, kids in vocational school. It's kind of geared to the automotive industry, but still welding is a pretty big part of that. Yeah. So with a friend of mine, this guy, Josh Shaw, you may know Josh. He's got a podcast too. Awesome guy, big race car enthusiast and historian. Incredible artist. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, He invited me a couple years ago to come speak with him there. And I did. And I said the same thing to them that I just said to you. And, you know, over this like sea of young faces, like two or 300 kids, who are all aspiring to be the next Jesse James. You know, I'm like, you know, the reality of it is 10% of you are going to be doing this in five years. And of that 10%, probably 2% of you are going to be doing it in 10 years. And it's because there's just this drive and this attention to simple work that is lost. Be the one who's doing this in 10 years, you know, focus, pay attention, listen, shut your mouths and learn because there's people around you, be it your professors, your teachers, your, you know, your shop tech, whoever, somebody you're working with, working next to who's done it longer than you. And you can learn so much from these people. I think in general, people just don't like taking advice from anybody anymore. They always think that they know everything. And I saw uh, it on YouTube, bro. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I was never that way. There's a sense. I was never that way. (laughs) There's a sense of entitlement, I think, that, that 
it, I'm not saying that as a slam on anyone individually. I think our, it's how our society is involved. Everyone's an expert. Everyone knows everything. And so when you get a, a kid that's come through middle school and junior high and high school with his parents telling him, you know, he's the best and she's the best and you're so amazing. You and lost, but you get a trophy. Yeah, participation <laughs> trophy. And then when they get in the real world, they realize uh, their boss isn't just going to be nice to them because they, you know, that's the rule like they have to actually do some stuff especially and, in this trade yeah like, this it, is not a a, a nicety and it's a trade where a trade if, if yeah you're and it's a trade alive. where that part is important it's a it's a it's like a an old school like uh homer's odyssey like this tradition of spoken word the t welding's the same way we're passing down um you know, our skills to the next generation. That's how I was when I, when I got in is I was lucky enough to get in with guys who had, you know, anywhere from 30 to 50 years of experience in all different fields. And they were so stoked that I wanted to learn what they knew. And they were also, all of them were willing to show me the tricks of the trade. And I think in, in this, in, in welding specifically, uh, so much of the knowledge is passed down through the generations. And if you're not willing to listen to somebody who's done it before, uh, you don't have to take everything they say as gospel, but at least, you know, take it in and filter it. Uh, you're going to be, you're going to be hurting long-term. I think there's so, there's so much, it, well, it's such an unforgiving craft and it's such an immediate, there's such an immediate response to it where there's nowhere to hide. You know, if, if you show up, if you talk a lot of shit and you show up and you tell somebody or a potential employer or foreman or whatever on the job site, or a new job to be that you can do X, Y, and Z, dude. Within first, within the first five minutes, <laughs> you're sorted out. Stolen pictures don't work in real life. No, they, they might really work don't. For a few likes on Instagram. <laughs> they but. really don't. Um, but you ever weld before? Yeah, this has 233 likes. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's I a super, totally did it. He's a superstar. No, I, but on, on the other hand, not to paint like this bleak picture of, of the trade because that's not what I'm trying to do. I mean, I think there's a lot of there's a lot of potential for a lot of young people, and there you know there really should be a resurgence. Uh, I think it's happening. I think in the last few years the cycle has started to where it's coming back around again, and I think social media has played a big part in that because whereas before you had guys who would have the 30 or 40 years of experience, they might be isolated and they think that that you know they know everything but they they've done the same process over and over for 40 years and now you've got uh the social media generation where somebody posted online and you look at it and go how did that person do that and then you fight to try to do that and it's right. iron sharpens iron and you have this uh virtually limitless opportunity to learn uh, and, and ask questions and then uh you know turn that around and help other people it's a pretty incredible time we live in yeah i, I agree i mean you know i've i've said it before and it's it's kind of a crazy phenomena right now this whole social media push yeah. highlighting you know being a platform for people to kind of show their work and and see Build their own know, brand and experience what other people are doing at, at the you know the push of a button at, you know looking at a little thing that's in your pocket it's crazy yeah. But it's real. Like everyone can share and show and, and help each other out. And I, I always encourage anyone to take advantage of that. You know, I've got some, I, well, this one young guy in particular who works for me who's, who's really good and he's really young. I mean, he's definitely a diamond in the rough. You know, what this kid is capable of and, uh, you know, his attention to detail is, is unique. It's, it's 
pretty special really. And he's, I think, taking advantage of the social media thing and like look not so much posting stuff, but he'll get on it and look and see what other people are doing. Yeah. Like, you know, people who are accomplished and have been doing this as a career and he sees that. And that's what he wants to do. You know, I mean, he it's takes motivation it, and inspiration. It totally is. He takes this shit to heart. Like he really wants to be the better welder, Absolutely. which I, you know, I mean, he is that one, two, 3% that yeah. will be doing this and crushing it, you know, as a career forever. It is interesting how you can tell right away. It's just like same thing. I think with welding in general, you can tell within the first almost few hours, whether that person is going to be able to read the puddle or not, whether they're going to have the hand-eye coordination to get to a, a certain level. Um, I think you can see that really, really quickly. And I think like what you're saying and seeing long-term, if they're going to have the ability to pay attention to detail and uh, show up on time and you're going to know that in, in a week or so, right. you know, how their attitude is. Yeah, attendance definitely sorts itself out pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, that's the big one. That's like, show you, up. You have At to be here to be up. counted. <laughs> that's so true. Uh, I, uh, you know, we, we've had this debate, too, about where how you just uh, brought up. <laughs> I know where this <laughs> you, is going. You, uh, you know, you can tell if someone's going to be able to read the puddle or not. And I think some people just take a little longer than others. I think some people have it right off the bat. But I, I don't think that this is you know, you see some of them shirts out there or these memes on Facebook that are like 98% of the world can't do what I can do. And it's like, I, I think everybody can weld. I, I honestly do. I think everybody has the potential within them to actually learn how to do this and be at different motivations for certain people. Maybe it's money. Maybe it's just something that you actually love to do. Uh, I think that can be a factor in it, but we've talked about this talent <laughs> versus skill um, where I, I don't believe that talent exists when it comes to this. I think it's, I think it's skill. Bullshit. I think that people have different levels of this skill. Um, but ultimately I, I don't believe that talent is a factor when it comes to this. We disagree. Yeah. I, 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 <laughs> I'm not saying it doesn't, you know, you don't have to. I, have I, I did this because I want to spark this right now. I, okay, so. I, I think some people, I think some people have it. Some people don't, you know, I, I mean, agree. I've definitely seen guys who've been at it for a very long time. Mm -hmm. Uh, and they just, you they know. fight, they fight and <laughs> right. they still can't reach that. You know, they had that level that they maxed out at, you know, some, some people just have, you know, it, some, some people's hands work better than others. You know, some people can see better. So it's just I'll never be simple able to stuff. Well, if it comes to that, it's like, like you have better optic vision. <laughs> well, you gotta be able to see this <laughs> stuff. I think all man. that plays into talent. That's one of those things where, uh, you know, when you talk about an athlete being talented, being able to, to jump high or run fast, or I'm never going to run a, a, a four, three, 40 yard dash. I'm never going to dunk a basketball. That's, that's the limitation. I don't have that, that either the physical gifts or the, you know, I think that plays into the not talent. Physical gifts. Absolutely. But I think that I'm plays into tall. talent. I can't run fast. I, I think that plays into talent though, because you have a, uh, innate, uh, ability to do something, um, to have that innate ability to do something, you have to be physically capable to do that as well. Um, there's, I, we've had this debate many times, and I, I think that it's like a, there's a three-part. There's, there's you have to have, and if you get any one of these, you can be okay. If you get two of them, you're going to be good. If you get all three of them, the world's the, the sky's the limit. It's, it's talent, it's passion, and it's hard work. And the hard work and passion play hand in hand because it's really hard to uh, work hard at something if you don't have a passion for it. Um, 
And if you have those two, you'll be able to reach whatever level of talent you have. Everyone has a different ceiling. Like, not everyone has the same IQ. Not everyone has the same brain capacity. Not everyone has the same physical gifts. There's a certain ceiling you can get to. And if you have the hard work and you have the passion, you're going to be able to hit that ceiling. Even if it's low, it might be low and you might be butting your head, but you'll get there. Whereas some people who are ultra talented but don't have that work ethic, they might be at a higher level even than that next person, but they're not going to reach their full potential if they don't have those two things. I think the hard work is is probably the most important ingredient in that recipe. I think, you know, I think if somebody's willing to put the time in and fall down and pick themselves up over and over and over that ultimately something good will come of it. If you've got talent and you're not there and you don't use it, you don't put it to use, you don't utilize what you're given, then who gives a shit? Passion's great. I mean, passion drives, you know, passion is what keeps you up at night because you think about but if you're not willing to put that work in, if you're not willing to get dirty and get bloody and just, you know, get up early and stay up late. But do you do think it. people are going to get dirty and get bloody if they don't have a passion for it in the first place? Mm. Yeah. Money. You don't have to have a passion, but you have to have a passion yeah, to make money. I guess, I guess I'll concede that. That'll do it. But I, the way that I'm, I'm referring to it is in, okay, we've all worked in that shop. Where there's that one guy that just he has a he maybe he didn't go to school and he's learning on the job and he's having a really hard time picking this up and nobody wants to work with him because they're not picking up or he's not picking up what they're laying down okay but i've always been that guy that's been able to work with those people and i i think it really does it takes the right person to ignite that passion because if you're constantly working with people that give up on you because you're not connecting with something or you're not understanding something and then they take off on you, it makes you feel even worse as a person and that knocks that passion down to even want to try to do better. But if you get that right person behind you that can actually show you how to do it in a way that you understand and things click, that passion can now be reignited. I've, I've worked with way too many people who have done it for a long, long time who have put in the work and there's only a certain level they're going to ever get to. Uh, that's they, they, There's there's limitations. There just are. I mean, I know it's not American to say that with hard work, you can do everything. It's bullshit. You have to have some talent behind it. That's just the way it is. I, hard work's only going to get to you to wherever you're, you're capable, you know, your, your ceiling is. Hard work is not going to, like, like I said, I'm not, I can work as hard as I want to work. I'm never going to run a 340 yard dash. I'm never going to play piano like Chopin. I can do a reach whatever level I can get to, but there's a, there's a next level that I, I can't get to. And I've worked, it's, the thing is, is I've seen it firsthand. I've worked with so many people that want to be good at something that just either mentally or physically can't grasp the thing that's going to take them to that level. And it's not for a lack of desire. It's not for a lack of people trying to help them. It's just literally, they cannot do it. There are people like that out there. And I think that there's a scale of people from that person up until, you know, the people that you're talking about where hard work is going to, there's, there's always a sliding scale. I think I just believe scale. in people more than you. You're right. You do. <laughs> I, I don't, I, I don't believe in, I, I believe in people, but I also believe in, you know, people have limitations. I, I refuse to accept So you that. think that you can just get up and fly across the room? Like that's going to happen? No, because that's physically impossible. You yeah, I think fly. there's some people that are physically like their their body just doesn't work a certain way. Their brain just doesn't work a certain way. I don't know. I, I, I just, I've seen I, it I've too seen many it, times. But I've seen the opposite. Yeah, I've seen the opposite too. 
but it's like one of those things where you say never and it happens once and never doesn't like it goes out the window that's why you can't talk in absolutes because one one uh you know one example to the opposite and you're wrong you that's everyone's different like there's no absolutes there's no you can't say that like it works in every case but and from my experiences and what i've seen uh that's happened. I know even physically I have limitations, uh, you know, from eyesight or from uh, arm movement. There's some people that are just going to be able to do things better than me that, you know, I, I do have. The okay, if you're, if you're talking about physical, part of it, physical limitations that's part as far of it. as, you, you know, your own, art, your own articulation actually but makes But that's something. part of it. Yes, that, okay. If you're going to bring that as, as a factor, sure. I've always brought that as a factor. Fi physical limitations. I'm not talking about physical limitations. I'm talking about so, mental capacity. So you're saying that people don't have different IQs? Yes, of course they do. I'm not that, saying that's that a mental. Don't. That's a mental. That's the same thing as a physical, like a physical limitation and a mental limitation. The right person can teach you, okay? Can but unlock I, okay, your how, potential. How's this? How's this? How's this? You would have never thought that I would have been a straight-A student my entire life because I didn't. I got D's in math my entire school career until I got into college, okay? And it was because it was the right teacher all of a sudden out of nowhere where I, where I couldn't even figure out, uh, I, I had a problem with even just long division. All of a I sudden I'm doing that. binary math, okay, for computers and, and acing everything because it was the right teacher that made you that But you're, but you're taking your personal experience into, and, ex, ex, you know, uh, expanding it to everyone and, like, that's great that you had that experience. But aren't you, but not, though, too, when you're saying that I've worked with so many people? I'm not, because I know people. people like you exist. <laughs> I know that that happens the other way. I'm, I'm saying that people... Uh, so you don't believe that anybody has a ceiling? No. Ah, then, we, then that's it. That's the end of the discussion. <laughs> <laughs> I think that, I think that if, if, somebody, if somebody has the willingness to learn, if somebody wants to, if they want to have any one, two, or three of the things that we just laid out or that you just laid out... The basis of all that has to be a willingness to learn, you know, and you know, coupled with a good instructor, somebody that's willing to take them under their wing and work with them. You know, if you, you can, I think you could probably navigate through a lot of this if you've got a person that's willing to oh, absolutely. accept it. You know, do, does, is everyone going to operate on the same level? No. Is everyone going to be able to do the same stuff equally? No. But I think people will... Rise to their ability that most you know, people are going to be able to reach. I think that people will shine in their own way if if they're willing to absorb, if they're willing to, you know, put their ego on the shelf and just learn. And I think mostly that's true. Mm -hmm. I, I know from teaching that, that, you know, some some people just don't have it. They just don't have the hand-eye coordination. They just don't have the ability to, their, their brain just doesn't fire in a certain way. Um I think mostly, I, I, I mostly agree with you guys. It's not that I'm, I'm uh, saying that doesn't exist. No, I just know this pisses you off. It does. It gets, like it. it gets me fired up. <laughs> what are we going to talk about next? Welding chromoly? Or are we going to talk about uh, uh, the skills gap versus wage gap? Or no, no. Detroit police officers? No, Religion, not, politics? I'm, what else, what I'm you guys too got? tired to go into those. I'm way too <laughs> tired to go into those. All right. Um, anything else that we want to touch in uh, on closing here? How do people get a hold of you on Instagram, dog? Farm Fabrication. All right. Thank you so much for coming up here. Thanks man. for having Heck me. Yeah, thanks. Awesome. All right, folks, that's wrapping it up from the Motor City Art Junkies podcast with your host, Jimmy McKnight. We appreciate you tuning in each and every week. We love you. We'll see you next time. <laughs>